Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Welcome into the Crimson Corner Podcast, powered by kslsports.com. I'm your host and Utes insider, Trevor Allen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. I, I enjoy bringing this podcast to you and trying to think of different ways to, to keep the content flowing. And, and now the media around Utah athletics has now gotten the green light from head coach Kyle Whittingham to talk to players I think Kyle just wanted them to finish up spring semester and, and focus on academics and and getting adjusted to this quarantine. And so we've actually been now given the green light. So I'm going to have interviews with players coming up throughout the next week or so. And today we're going to talk to Clark Phillips the third. He's a guy who a lot of people were hoping to watch during spring ball because he's obviously the highest rated recruit that Utah has ever signed in school history. But I've also talked to him in January when he first arrived on campus. And, you know, just a great guy, comes from a great family. Um, and I, I think he's going to be a guy who's definitely going to help Utah for the next, I would say, three years because I think he's going to have the same path as Jalen Johnson. But here is my conversation with Utah cornerback Clark Phillips III. Time to catch up with a guy who was supposed to be finishing up spring football as a freshman at the University of Utah. We catch up with Clark Phillips, cornerback for the Utes. Now, Clark, how's it going, man? Great. I appreciate you asking. No, really, really good. Uh, so you had three spring practices prior to this whole pandemic where it stopped everything. How did those three practices go? Honestly, they were really good. Um, prior to those spring practices, I had done a lot of film studying, a lot of different things. And so it felt like I was starting to get in the groove of things. And until those spring practices were, of course, shut down, I was really excited to get out there. Though. How was your time on campus? Because I know you and I talked back in January as you were just about to go on campus. How was your time from January to March when you were enrolled at Utah? It was great. Um, I got to get a full spring semester under my belt academically. I learned a lot, of course. And then, you know, just adjusting to the weather, being a California kid was, was one of the bigger factors. And you know, really getting that under my belt and really getting used to used to and acclimated to the weather and to just being a college student was, was really big. It was great. So once they end up shutting everything down, how long were you in Utah in, until you flew back home? And not very long, probably a couple of days, actually, because we were actually rolling into uh, spring break. So it was like probably just a weekend. And then, you know, my family was like, OK, you know what? Uh, we're going to book our flights, you know, for you to come down because it was actually spring break. So it kind of happened timely for the football players uh, that were headed back home. So how's it been being at home, hanging out with your family? Normally you'd, you'd be in college just finishing up, you know, spring semester, but you've been 
been home for probably what two months now. How's that been? It's been great. It's been great. It's it's definitely unique and with the with the reasons and all those things that we're home right now. But I'd say that uh, it's been a blessing because I'm able to enjoy my family at the same time as continue to work out and, you know, get all those things that, you know, done that need to be done academically and all that stuff. But it's definitely been a blessing. And I feel like um, the pandemic, if it's brought out anything in a football player like myself, it's allowed me to realize uh, things that are important, faith, family, you know, football and being home with the family really uh, allows me to focus on, you know, really enjoying them during this time. Your dad's kind of been putting you and uh, your brother to work, it looks like. No, no doubt. No doubt. My dad don't take it lightly on us. So uh, I noticed that you just barely got back on Twitter. I, I'm not sure what happened, but I, I've actually been, been following your brother. You guys have been posting videos of doing some really, like, intense and, and really strong workouts and really just trying to be original with it and not going to your average gym and getting your workouts. You guys are running up hills and doing all these things. How's that been? Really good, and um, the Phillips, me and my brother, my dad, he uh, orchestrates a lot of those workouts, but um, I will say that we always do a lot of different um, type of training. I think it aids and it really helps uh, with our style of play. We're, we're both physical DBs, and me, myself, I, I like to pride myself on my physicality and my, my, my mindset, and that's all built with the type of training that we do. You know, we do hill work, and we do all type of different stuff, and a lot of explosive work to build those uh, muscles to, you know, fire in a way that we want them to fire. So when you're not working out, when you're not doing schoolwork, what are you doing on your downtime? Is there any shows you've been watching? I'll be honest. I can't even sugarcoat this, but my favorite show right now is film. It's film. Yeah. I've fallen in love with film. So I've been watching countless hours um, of film. My dad will come in here and he's like, man, are you still watching? Like, I'm like, yeah, dad. And I'll try to shut down the screen. He's like, no, nah, I'm watching Netflix. And he's like, nah, man, I already know. But, you know, watching a lot of film and all that stuff. And it's really helping me out and, Nah, no, no doubt. I like to watch TV and stuff and with the family on, on a Friday night or a Saturday, you know, evening or night, we'll, we'll watch a movie and stuff as a family. But for the most part, my show, my favorite show is film. Have you uh, talked to Jalen Johnson since he was drafted by the Bears? Uh, yeah, and actually, I've actually been in contact a couple of days ago with his with his big brother. I'll be training with him. They're down in California right now. So I'll be training with oh, them yeah. uh, soon in a couple of days, I think. So nah, I've been in contact with them. That's the big bro. Yeah. So uh, seeing seven Utes drafted, five other signing deals with teams, and basically every starter in that secondary landing on on an NFL team, what was it like seeing that? Man, immediate thoughts. As soon as I, I kind of had a great feeling about the draft going in and going into the draft, but for it to happen like that, you know, so timely, and just it just really made me happy to see all my guys that I had recently just met and guys that I you know been working out with for a little bit. And seeing them, you know, get after it like that and seeing them get drafted and a childhood dream come true was super exciting. Does that just make your goal even better to where, you know, seeing that and seeing a lot of Utah players getting drafted? I mean, we all know that, that your goal is, is similar to Jalen's where you're, you know, going to school for three years and then, yep. and then going into the draft. Is that, is that still the goal? Yep, definitely. Goal hasn't changed. If anything, it's becoming more clear with that in mind, with seeing those guys go you know, as early as they did and as many guys in our secondary and as many guys on our defense that went, you know, just it becomes more clear as, as a competitor, as myself, you know, I see myself in those realms of things and seeing them be able to do it, it really just, you know, like I said, it really makes it clear for me that it's possible. In this uh, team coming up in 2020, obviously nine new, new players are going to be starting on that defense and you're obviously projected to be one of them. 
what has it been like with your teammates and all, all the young guys on the team as you guys were going through uh, spring semester and into spring ball? I know you guys didn't get a lot of field time together as far as out on, out on the practice field, but how's it been with uh, some of your, your new teammates? It, it's been really good, honestly. And I was only there for three spring practices, of course. And with that being said, I don't have as much, uh, you know, experience as I would like to as, as I speak right now. But now it was definitely great. I feel like I started to gain chemistry with guys. Um, on the field, specifically the secondary, specifically the defense. I feel like we all started to grow together, grow together, grow together during that time. But um, I feel like we're only going to get better, and it's going to come down to the, what, the, what the guys are doing um, during this time, during this quarantine. Um, that's going to allow them to succeed, you know, even further when we get back into the groove of things. So something that the, the media looks at, and I, I know players don't probably look at it at all, but and Kyle Whittingham doesn't really like to put it out anyway, and that is depth chart they had you listed as a nickel are you a nickel or are you a guy who likes to play on the outside honestly I play, I play both coach Shaw has given me um the the tools and the mindset and the, and the different um study tools to learn both I think they see me as playing both positions they see a lot of value at corner a lot of value at nickel it's going to come down to you know of course what you know the team needs at the end of the day and that's what I've kind of prided myself on okay I'm going to learn both I really want to make sure that um I'm available at both and make sure that I'm, I'm the best at both. And so that's my goals personally. And so I think the coaches are going to make the decision that's needed and the best decision for the team, of course. And, you know, if it's nickel, then I'll be, I'll be pumped. I'll be jazzed. If it's corner, I'll be super pumped. I'll be jazzed. What one do you like better? Honestly, I don't, I have the most experience at corner from high mm -hmm. school. You guys know I played outside corner, mm -hmm. but I am growing as a nickel. I can't express it to you guys enough, but I'm really growing as a nickel. And I feel like I was just telling coach Shaw, you know, a couple of days back, I was like, man, I was like, just thank you for, for, for broadening my, my, my thought process on just wanting to learn nickel because at first I'm like, man, I'm a corner. And, you know, he was like, CP, I need you to play, you know, both. I need you to learn both. And so I was like, all right. And so now with me learning nickel, I'm learning more football than ever. So I got to say it's, it's got to be about 50-50 right now. And I think when I start making more plays at one, then it may change. But, you know, right now it's about 50-50. I love nickel, love corner. Do you have the speed like the last uh, guy who, who played nickel at Utah? Man, he's the he's he's number two in the in the nickel in the in the, in the NFL history for speed. I don't think I've got four two one speed, but I will say um, I play super fast, and I've got um, I think I, I think I've got a different a different skill set in terms of football than him in terms of you know certain things, but also got a similar skill set. I think that's why they like me at the nickel. But um, not nah, that that javelin Gidry man. He's uh, number two in the NFL draft for the forty combine, so. You know, I don't think anybody's got that type of speed, but I think I got I got some wheels on me. Oh, yeah, we all know you definitely do. Now, <laughs> now something that uh, a lot of people are going to be asking you as we go out through, you know, heading into the season, how are the quarterbacks looking? I know you haven't had a big look at them. I mean, through uh, three practices and seeing them in workouts, how's uh, Jake Bentley, Drew Lisk, and, and Cam Rising doing? They all look great. Um, specifically, I, you know, the first name that comes to mind for me is Jake Bentley because um, – we all, as we were talking about uh, his bench press, uh, how he made that bench press was, was super unique to me and super creative. Yeah. Uh, but um, nah, like I think they're they're all doing a great job. And just based on the first thing that comes to mind for me, second thing that comes to mind is uh, the one on one reps. They were super accurate. They made it really really tough for the DBs. Um, they they made us better during that time of three days, you know, spring ball. So I think um, they're all doing a great job. 
So what's the plan moving forward? You, you already talked about you're going to go work out with Johnny. You know, Kyle Whittingham mentioned that June 1st is when they're kind of targeting having small groups uh, come back and, you know, work out on campus. What's kind of the plan once they give the, the green light? Are you going to go back to Utah right away? Yeah, I plan as soon as, you know, we get the uh, as soon as we get the head the heads up from the head man that we can get back on campus. That'll be, you know, the day that I schedule my flight. You know, that'll be the day that I'm on campus. Um, we don't we don't have any more information than you guys do, honestly, um, or than the coaches do. Um, it's, we're just playing it by ear right now. Of course, being a player, you know, and being during this quarantine, we want to get on campus as soon as possible. So, you know, as much as you guys want to see us playing, as much as I want to play, you know, we've got to wait on, you know, the people that make those decisions. So what film have you been watching? Uh, practice film, um, you know, from as far as, you know, 2013 to 2014, I'm a weirdo when it comes to film. I watch everything. You know, I watch guys, you know, pre-snap, what they're doing, you know, as they walk to the line of scrimmage. You know, all that stuff uh, is really is really big in my film study. But, you know, I've been watching a lot of practice, a lot of games, and I've been watching all every single bowl game. You know, the last one we don't talk about. But, um, you know, every single bowl game and all that different stuff and seeing what we can do moving forward um, in the secondary and on defense and all that different stuff. Is your dad happy with, with the Raiders draft picks? Oh, he loves it. You know, my dad's a Raiders fan. He he loves it. He loves it. He was um actually I can't really say he loves it. A couple of different couple of picks he wasn't too proud about, wasn't too happy about, but uh, nah, he was he was hyped. Well, rugs. Yeah, he was rugs? he was hyped. That that was a steal to him. That was a yeah. steal to him. That was and, a steal. And, and as a Denver Broncos fan, they got Jerry Judy right there too. Yeah. So I was happy with that pick. Oh yeah, I already know you were hyped. Nah, rugs is definitely a pick that man. That that's that's one that 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 goes in history books forever. And that dude is speedy. Another guy is fast. Yeah, you know? I know that the Raiders were uh, pretty high on Jalen Johnson. I was kind of surprised that they not were, only did, did Jalen uh, drop, but that the Raiders didn't pick him. I was too, but um, you know the the draft. Everyone knows the draft. Uh, the draft does some different things, and oftentimes the projections don't end up being what they are. And you know, I'm just glad to see that you know Jalen went to the Bears, and he went, you know, and continued, was able to continue his childhood dream, you know. Well, and having a Quill Mack on that defense doesn't hurt either. It's crazy. That type of rush and that type of pressure on every quarterback, oh, man, he's about to have some interceptions. Can't we predict? Yeah, uh, I would say, (laughs) you know, I already said he's probably going to start day one because there's only one guy in front of him projected. Kyle Fuller's on on one side, and then they have uh, Buster Scrine on the other side. I think that he'll beat out Buster in, in training camp. I'd agree. I'd love to say that. I think he's going to work. And, you know, if he's, you know, you guys, and I always hear people compare him to me and compare me to him. If he's, you know, in that comparison, I think that um, he's definitely working. He's definitely someone that's going to prove himself, you know, when the test is shown. Well, Clark, it's always great to catch up with you. Tell your mom and dad hi for me. And uh, we'll we'll definitely hope to see you on campus here very soon. Thanks for joining me. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you having me. There you go. That was Clark Phillips. Great to catch up with him. He's just a great guy. You guys can tell. He he really has a good head on his shoulders and just wants to work, and he knows his goals, and I, I think he'll definitely achieve them. He'll be one of the many great Utah cornerbacks that, we, that we've seen here in the last 10, 15 years. All right, so we're going to wrap up here. I'm going to let my son Parker take us out. Thank you for listening. Crimson Corner Podcast. Powered by KSOSports.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Trevor A. Sports and at Sports on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening.
a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.